Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Well, hello, hello, good afternoon. Welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am your host, Vidal, the Shark CFO, Espinosa. And I am really happy to be here with you this afternoon. This is the beginning of the month, beginning of the work week for some of us, uh, beginning of a shitload of things. Actually, today we start spring for the meteorological purposes, uh, even though spring uh, for, for the calendar starts on uh, March 21st. Uh, or the beginning of the season, um, meteorologically starts today, March 1st. So spring is already upon us. Spring is here. Uh, we're very close on commemorating the lockdown, the shutdown, the um, incarceration of the humankind due to the pandemic. And... Um, how have you reacted to this almost one year mark here in the United States and Mexico of shutting everything down? Have you actually innovated? Have you changed? Have you done anything differently? Or are you just waiting for things to come back the way they were so you can move on with your life? Shit, a lot of people have done that. And I don't want to sound uh, um, an asshole, but good, great, continue doing that because people that have innovated, people that have moved past that, people that are taking action are going to thrive. We are going to thrive. We are taking over and uh, we'll just see you in the corner hiding, protecting yourselves and uh, you're actually leaving a shitload of good opportunities out in the t out, out of the in the open because of your um, lack of reaction. And um, and it's great. It's great for a lot of us, not the majority of us, but for a lot of us, it is great. It is great. How was your weekend? I had a very, very interesting weekend. It was relaxed. Nevertheless, it was a little bit of chaotic, hectic. Um, my brother actually requested me to help him to attend a meeting, a business meeting with him and a possible partner for a business that he is uh, trying to open. And it was it was not eye opening because because I knew I know him and I know how he is and um, I did not actually I did not actually know the person that we met with uh, I I met that individual that, that Friday afternoon Friday night and uh, I. I kind of knew what I was going there for. I feel bad for my brother to a degree because I actually, I think I brought down that business for him or that partnership or that alliance. But 
in a way, I feel really good because it was not an eye-opener for me. It was an eye-opener for him. And I can tell you that the majority of us, business owners, entrepreneurs, we use the term entrepreneur so freely that we have freaking idea, we have no freaking idea as to what it means to be an entrepreneur. <sighs> this person has their head so up their ass that it's so full of shit that her ears are so clogged with BS that every single question that I asked was answered with another question and completely, completely different answers than what the answer should have been or needed it to be. And mind you, I did not know the answer, but when you answer the question with another topic or another thing or completely what it's not supposed to be answered, you immediately, you immediately know what the hell is going on. I, I really felt as if I was on the shark tank. I really felt that I actually, I did, I did a good thing. I actually did a good thing, which is, it was an eye opener for my brother. It was an eye opener for me to tell my brother, you know what, don't go into business with this person. It was an eye opener for this lady because this individual does not know what the fuck they're doing. They have a marketing agency that does medical tourism. They have, they are an influencers. And what, what is very interesting is that when I asked them about, hey, oh, wow, you're in uh, what social media? Oh, all of them. Name them, please. Uh, oh, I have a Facebook. Well, what's, what's your Facebook? Oh, I have several. Which one? Oh, I have several. And when I did a, a Facebook search after our meeting, uh, there's one or two Facebook pages associated with their business that has not been, um, that has had no movement since last year, but they claim they are in a, uh, uh, they're influencers. And I'm like, okay, cool. So how many followers, how many followers? Oh, I have no idea. I, uh, I, I haven't checked. So how can you call yourself an influencer I call BS because how can you call yourself an influencer and have no idea how many followers you are? If that's the whole point of being an influencer, if you're trying to sell me or offer me your product, your services as an influencer, you need to tell me how the how many individuals are following you so I know an average what's the percentage of real influencers and fake uh, followers. 
But if you have no idea what's the number of followers you have, how are you telling me you're an influencer? Which social medias you are an influencer on? Oh no, I I I, I just have a Facebook. I, I don't have an inf uh, uh, in Instagram. Uh, I just open it because I needed it there. Okay. So so far, digital marketing agency for medical tourism. Influencer at I don't know what social medias, nor with no set number of followers. We have two there. Oh, I have hospitality experiences. Experience. Okay, cool. What hotels? Oh, it's it's been like uh, 20 years since I've done that in uh, Costa Rica. Oh, okay. For what hotels? Oh, you might not know them. Okay. So three. I've called bullshit at those three right now, okay? Well, I also have uh this business here but i had to shut it down because it was too far for for my clients okay and what was it oh it's it's a service that we provide for this and this and okay so i call bullshit my brother says no no she does have this and uh currently they have it over here close by and blah, blah, blah. so okay and so what's the story well uh, a friend of mine that it's in the sales field for medical devices asked me to join as in partnership. And I said, yes. I'm like, holy crap. So what's, how do you, how do you bet or what's your due diligence to get a business partner? Because business partnership is like, it's worse than marriage. Well, this individual just told me that that it was in her and that she wanted it to partner up with me and da 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 da, and you said yes. Yeah, I just said yes. And what happened? Well, nothing happened. Um, she wanted it to do this, and okay. So, do you have a procedure? Do you have this? Do you have that? No, 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 no. Okay, so my brother would be going into business with you. You have the know-how in your head. What if you get into an accident or worse, die? Knock on wood, right? Knock on wood. Well, so we technically be investing on you. You are the business. You don't have a business. You are the business. Yes, but I love to work. No, you don't love to work. You want to be busy. So what's the vision? What's your vision? Oh, I want to have uh, uh, houses that do this and do that with wellness services provided. Okay, so what's wellness? What's your differentiator? Oh, that we provide wellness services to them. That's not a differentiator. What's your differentiator? Oh, well, that they say that we're the best. They say, they claim it's in written. No, they say that they're the best. Okay, so there's a lot of things here to, to learn, okay? So bear with me. There's a lot of things to learn. So bear with me and, well, we wanna be the best. Do you wanna be the best or are you the best? Well, then I technically don't know what's our differentiator. Teach me. Well, 
if you're if you need if you let yourself be taught if you let yourself be guided i'll be more than happy to coach you guys into creating a business well but i have a business i have a business no you don't you don't have a business you have a job which is a difference so don't call yourself an entrepreneur when you're just creating things to do to be occupied to be occupied in what you call a business we need to we need to create process systems we need to create this and this and that so how do you do how do you feed your 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 clients oh well i have a, a chef that does this and this and this and every week she prepares me uh, uh the menu for the for the week and then i try it and then i ask her to change presentation blah blah, blah. so how many years have you been with this chef oh she just got on boarded with me but you claim you've been in business for seven years so and you claim you're successful you just that's just a claim prove to me because you want to go in business with us because my brother is not alone and, and and it's just chit chat in spanish we have a saying that it's the lengua me como un taco like you're just chit chatting what have you innovated what have you created that's different please obviously since my conversation with her and my brother my brother hasn't heard back from her because I call bullshit on pretty much everything. And people, we need to understand. We need to understand that when we create something. Oh, so I forgot. I asked her her vision. And in part of her vision, she says, uh, she said, uh, and I want a vision. I, I want to part of her vision included the word vision to the future growth. And I'm like, what's your future growth? Well, I just want to grow. Because at this point, she was really upset because I was calling BS and my brother had not seen it. So how, what, how do you want to grow? What's your growth? I just want to have houses in every single, in every single uh, 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 city in Mexico. I want to have a hundred houses. And I'm like, you want to have a hundred houses in Tijuana? Do you think the market grants for a hundred houses in Tijuana? And my brother goes, well, no, maybe, maybe in, in Mexico. Okay, so you want to have a hundred houses in Mexico? In which cities? And she gave me five cities. And I said, that's 20 houses still in every in, in each city to get a hundred houses. Do you think the market grants for 100 for 20 houses at each city it was very lecturing to myself and very lecturing to her and to everybody in the meeting my nephew was part of that meeting uh, they're they're hurrying me up because of innovation but I, I, I'll, I'll get to it this is part of the innovation process because in order for you to innovate you must really know yourself. You must really know yourself in order in order for you to innovate. Okay. So when you are planning, when you are creating, see, when you're creating, 
you must know yourself really, really well. After we had interacted back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, I asked her, do you really want to be an entrepreneur or do you really want to be occupied? You're telling me you want 100 houses. You're going to be living on an airplane because it's 20, 20 houses at different cities. You're going to be living on an airplane every single freaking day of the year. I don't care. I want to do that. What about your family? Do you have a life? She said nothing. She said nothing. Innovation, it's part of that process. If you don't have systems in place, procedures in place, you don't have a business. It's not duplicable. It's not a model that you could duplicate easily. Because unless I clone you, I can have another business that you're doing. Innovation is the cornerstone stone of sustained economical and Are you innovating in your business? And maybe we're gonna have to postpone uh, uh, today's episode because we have only uh, like 20 minutes left. And Let's start with a definition. Let's start with knowing yourself. It could have remain innovation, yet you lack knowing yourself. We have a video for you. And this video was sent to me by Tania, Miguel Angelito's mom. Hi. And let me play it for you, Jeff. Please play the, the, the video and then I'll explain to you what it is. This little kid there. I, I, maybe we'll see the, the close up to this. He is a kid, I think he's 12, 13 years old or, or younger, I don't, I don't know his age. He's autistic and his family have no resources and he wants to play the tuba. I have no freaking idea that tubas were so expensive, $1,500. But his dad created for him a makeshift tuba for him to rehearse with this band every day until they can afford a tuba for him. His dad innovated. His dad took action. His dad did not sat in the corner seeing his kid just look at the band and pretending he was playing a tuba. He actually created something for him so he can, in the meantime, practice. He has a tuba coming for him. Trust me, he will get a tuba and he will be playing with this group the next couple of weeks or less. But just the fact that you take action to innovate, to create, to think outside the box, to get out of your comfort zone, 
to actually take massive action in your doing and differentiate yourself from the rest. Don't be a follower. Do a, be a doer. Okay? Be a doer says a lot about the individual. Are you innovating? Are you creating in your space, in your field? What's your differentiator? Oh my God, I want to provide green green products on my cleaning company. Fuck that! That's what you want? You're not innovating unless you created the product that you're utilize, that you're going to utilize in your company then fuck, stop saying that you have innovated and you have a differentiator in the industry because let's what? 99% of the industry in the, cleaning, in the cleaning area are utilizing green products or at least they claim they are. That's not, that's not a differentiator. Oh, we provide great service. Well, if I pay you, I expect for you to provide me great service, don't you? Oh, we provide food, quality food. Fuck that. I'm paying you for my food, so I expect you provide me with quality. Oh, we provide speedy service. It's in your name, so I expect speedy service. Do you see what I'm saying? Innovation, it's not just something that you claim, right? So there's different, why is innovation important? The difference, the different type of innovations that you are likely to run across includes the product, the process, supply chain and marketing. So we're going to, we're going to go over really well. No, I don't think we're going to go over this. We're just going to continue talking about like, what do you think innovation is? Do you have processes that are innovative? I remember that back in the days, uh, it's been like what twenty years that Starwood uh, or or the um, uh, West West Westing Hotels they actually had a couple of uh, different different um, hotels or different type of hotels and they actually innovated in the minimalistic market. And they innovated by creating a brand called the W Hotel, just W. And they set the, the precedent for other hotels to create those types of hotels, minimalistic, that appeal to the younger generations that were very hype, preppy, uh, uh, secluded, that they had experiences. They innovated in the, in the market. They created experiences a, that included the sense of smell, taste, vision. Uh, uh, so that's innovating. If you want something traditional, you were to go to the St. Regis, uh, maybe a Four Seasons. If you want something more modern, high, where, where younger generations were, you were to go to the W. They had amazing uh, uh, restaurants. I remember that the, the W Hotel used to have, I don't know, still they have. It's been a while since I've stayed at the W Hotel because now with family, you want to stay with something different. Uh, Asia de Cuba, which was a restaurant that it was a mix or what they used to call 
a uh, what is it? I forgot the name of the word that I'm trying to look for. Uh, a fusion be between Asian and other cultures, and and it was it was like an experience, right? And then they came other other hotels that follow the Mondrian and and things like that 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 they follow, right? But they innovated. They created something different that the market was asking for because what? Well, guess what? They know their market. They know their avatar. They knew who they were going to. And they knew that their, their sales, their revenue was declining. Their sales were declining, so they had to go back to the drawing board and create, which is a sentiment of innovate, something different, but based on not what they, the board of directors or the creators wanted it. They created something based on what the market was asking for indirectly. The market was asking for something that they had to interpret. They had to understand, they had to create are you doing that in your freaking business? This individual on Friday's meeting is like, oh, I have hotel experiences. Every single successful hotels has a manual with all their procedures from the moment they start making the reservations to the moment that the, that the guest walks out of the property. Where are those processes and systems, I asked. Oh, um, well, now with COVID, we have to take, no, 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 fuck COVID. Because COVID is brand new. That's an incorporation or that's an adaptation of your current systems and processes that must include COVID protocols. You see what I'm saying? Now, don't freaking try to reinvent the wheel. Don't freaking try to recreate something that does not need recreating. Is your marketing, listen to your market, okay? Listen to your market. Is your marketing, is your market requesting you to innovate? It doesn't mean that you need to rebrand. It doesn't mean that you need to change your image. It doesn't mean that you need to update <coughs> your visual material. Oh, we provide uh, flyers. Fuck flyers. Like how many pages of flyers you print? Oh, we ask a thousand, a thousand flyers and we drop them. Haven't you heard of email? Are you an influencer? Why the fuck are you printing flyers if you are an influencer? Congruency, people. Don't bullshit me. I would say, don't bullshit the bullshitter. But be willing to be coached. Be willing to learn. Is your market requesting you to innovate? Well, I don't know. Well, you do know. Have you done a little analysis comparing yourself to your competition? Have you asked your clients 
where are you lacking or are you so afraid of asking your clients, hey, where the fuck am I lacking so you can improve and provide them value and provide them better service that are you so that afraid that they're going to walk out? Then if that's a yes, guess what? You need to innovate. But innovation, again, I don't mean you need to change your branding and you need to change your color and you need to make your chingaderas prettier. No. As long as you're professional, as long as you come across as a very reliable and trustworthy company, don't change that. Are you really truly wanting to innovate? Is it a want or is it a need? I actually learned the want and need differences by me trying to buy everything that I came across. Now my question is to myself, do I want this chingadera or do I need this chingadera? If it's a want, okay. It's something that I want, something that it's luxurious, something that I, it's not going to uh, uh, help me in my life, then okay, then I'll think it. If it's a need, like food, I'll get it. But truly, are you truly wanting to innovate? Are you revamping or creating simpler processes? Automatize them? Are you shifting from desktops or, or to your office to a cloud-based uh, uh, systems and procedures that you can actually travel the freaking world and provide service and value to your clients from the most hidden places in the world as long as you have internet connection? Innovate, create, think, look at your competition out there, listen to your market, listen, listen. It's been great seeing you today and uh, we're going to end up today's uh, show with a quote from um, Charles Swindle, he's an evangelical radio Christian pastor. And he said, life is 10% what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. Do you overreact? Chill people, cool down people. Relájate, güey. See you tomorrow. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with the Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn.